Hey, everybody. Welcome again to F This Movie, the official podcast of FThisMovie.com. Movie love for movie lovers. My name is Patrick Bromley, and I'm super excited for this week's show because we're finally talking about Gamer from 2009. And I'm joined for this very special episode for the first time back in the studio in way too long. Mr. Mark on. Welcome back, Mark. Hey, Patrick. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, sir? I'm doing great considering uh, 40% of my brain cells have been replaced by synthetic brain cells. Only 40%? Only 40%. Well, you're well on your way, sir. 100% of my brain has been replaced by Mountain Dew and Slim Jims. <laughs> that seems after better. After watching Gamer. That seems better than mine because... I'm pure jerky at this point. <laughs> Uh, my brain somehow isn't performing any better, despite the fact that forty percent of it is. Damn it! So there's, I don't know. That's why we got to replace the other sixty percent. That's true. Yeah, more is the answer. Not and then less. you'll be one of the society, one of the not one of the humans. <laughs> the society. <laughs> We're going to talk about gamer. God damn it! Uh, but uh, first, this week we announced our eleventh annual F this movie fest. Woo! This year, celebrating the films of 1996. So the fest is taking place on March 5th, and we will be watching... Hold on, let me do this from memory. Mars Attacks, The Rock, That Thing You Do, The Phantom, From Dusk Till Dawn, and Independence Day. I'm super excited. All right in a row and tweeting through them with the hashtag FThisMovieFest. Go to fthismovie.com for more details if you're new to F This Movie Fest. But it's a fun day. It's phenomenal. A, a whole decade's worth already. I know. Already, 90, is 96 the latest year that we've done? It and sure is. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, 93 is the next most recent. That's awesome. I, I know. Like... We're going to run out of years eventually. <laughs> Guys, what's going to happen? It'll be like <laughs> F This Movie Fest. 1,264. Celebrating this weekend at the movies. We're watching Moonfall, everybody. <laughs> We're going to watch uh, Underwater 7. <laughs> I, don't know. I like that I mock Moonfall. Meanwhile, we're showing Independence Day. Like, sure. <laughs> Roland Emmerich, so what better. a douche. Let's watch one of his movies. <laughs> I mean, this is a classic Emmerich. I, haven't, I, haven't, I gotta say, though, I haven't liked a Roland Emmerich movie in a long time. What's comforting about Roland Emmerich is that you know pretty much exactly what you're getting. Sure. You know exactly what you're getting. And there's something comforting about that, despite the fact that it's not good. But that's okay. It's yeah, fine. I just wish that I knew what I was getting and I liked it that's more. True. Well, I mean, But now what can you do? Now you're asking for too much. I liked the 90s Emmerich up that's until, true. like, Godzilla. I was on board for Emmerich. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I don't know. But I'm not so still, much into this new Emmerich. He's still working. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. That Chinese and Russian money. And like, can you blow some stuff up on screen? And he's like, can yeah. you make the moon crash into the that. earth? Uh, what should we call a movie about the moon crash? Moon crash. Moon crash moon? <laughs> moon fall is what Moonfall, everybody. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm not above it. Guys, there's going to be a lot of jokes about titles. In this <laughs> We're just going to let you know ahead of time. A lot of title jokes. Uh, speaking of titles, Mark, have you seen anything good lately? Last night on – I wasn't planning to watch this. This was just sort of on uh, my television service as I was just kind of trying to relax. And then I ended up watching the Punisher movie. Not Punisher Warzone, but The Punisher. Yeah, the Thomas movie. Jane one? Yeah, with okay. John Travolta. And I'd, I'd seen it initially 
I don't know, way back when, probably over, it's been over a decade. And I, and I thought at that time back then it was like, oh, it was okay or whatever. <clears throat> but I don't know if it's because I was tired or I just had extremely low expectations. There's something about it last night. I'm like, I kind of love this. Okay. I kind of really dig it. And it's hitting all of these very, now, especially in 2022, these very familiar like a revenge movie notes. Right. right? Just dead wife you know whatever all this other vengeful man whatever he's suiting up all these sorts of things but it's i don't know it just was uh it just worked it's sort of lovingly made i feel like the person who was making it seems to care about the punisher as a as a character but not like isn't interested in turning i know the punisher as a character now has like taken on different meaning and symbolism in our right and you know, for, you know, Blue Lives Matter and all this other kind of stuff, which is fine. And you can read it that way. But <clears throat> I think 2004 is when it came out. Right? Yeah. I think 2004 was a little bit of a simpler time. And mm. so it was a little bit of a more straightforward story about this guy. His wife is dead and now right. he's upset and he wants revenge. Yeah. It's pretty simple. And Travolta's hamming it up. And uh, Thomas Jane is fine. And <laughs> it just, is I was fine. like, you know what? This he's is, mostly this awake. Is right. And he's he's broody and his revenge involves fake fire hydrants yeah which seems really it which i didn't understand like that's why the fake fire hydrant allows him to steal the car right i don't know just steal the car no why carry a he, he's, he's got to be much more elaborate it's and circuitous a, than it's, that it's in a duffel bag i don't know <laughs> if i own a duffel bag that's big enough to hold a fire hydrant i know i don't own a fake fire hydrant I'm not strong enough to carry a fake. Well, fire we don't know what it was made out of. It could have been. Uh, it seemed pretty heavy. Styrofoam, for all we know. <laughs> Just really painted really well. I've seen what they do with styrofoam on fucking those cooking shows. Frank Castle walks cooking into Walmart shows? and he's like, no, nah, this fake fire hydrant is too heavy. Yeah. Do you have a lighter one? Yes. And they do. That's sure. the nice thing about Home Depot is that they have a lot of different weights of fake fire hydrants. Do you, sir, did you need help with the fake fire hydrants? <laughs> okay. It's for your daughter's playhouse? Wonderful. Oh, your daughter's dead. No, I'm sorry. Oh, then this is for an elaborate oh, revenge okay. plan. Oh, yeah, you're going to want this one. And I'm the duffel, duffel bags are in aisle 12 <laughs> if you want them. Anyway. Uh, uh, how do you great. feel about the, the fire skull at the end? Because that's where I tap out. Um, <clears throat> I thought... <laughs> Again, just because I think this is uh, an example of how exhausted I was when I was watching it, which is, there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Exhausted movie watching. Um, I did think that because that's tied to spoilers, guys, for a movie from 2004. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's kind of the ending scene where he like culminates. He punishes revenge. Travolta. He's a punisher. He's not. It's not revenge. He's not. He's not a revenger. He's no. a punisher. Yeah. And so that's kind of the culminating act where he he kills him, and then it does seem. <laughs> elaborate because it's in a parking lot where he's blowing up all of these cars yeah. and I'm like well you, why do you need to blow up all the cars you just need, need to blow up the car that the bad guy's in No, but then the camera pulls away and then you see that the blown up cars fire are, skull are in the shape of the Punisher do you know how much work symbol. that was right and I was like oh Oh, he's an artiste. What <laughs> yes. an aesthetic that he has. He's painting his masterpiece. Who is that for? Who's, I, who's the watching camera? The, who, looks out, who looks out the window and is like, the hell is it? I don't know, Mark. Have you ever heard of pride in your work? <laughs> Jesus, man. Look, you are who you are when people aren't looking. <laughs> That's exactly right. And nobody That's was looking. That's the tagline for the Punisher. At the Fire Skull parking lot. There's just a guy like on the 18th floor, just like vacuuming. He's like, "What the hell? Yes. What, what is it? 
the Punisher oh, you is are. Frank you are when it, people aren't looking. Is he back in town? Okay. It right. replaced the original tagline, live, laugh, love. <laughs> was it, a, was it in, a, in that script that makes suburban housewives go crazy? Yes. You know, like particular the living font room fonts? I, I know the one is. you're talking about. I know. Please. I get it. Does that just make, does that just open up people's wallets? I don't understand. I don't get it. <laughs> I got to say, I enjoy that Punisher movie. We talked about it on a recent episode, our Travolta Cage Christmas episode, mm-hmm. but it's probably my third favorite Punisher movie. I haven't seen Warzone and ever. No, I've seen bits, like, oh, just clips. Warzone of it. is something. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> and I like the Dolph Lundgren one probably better than the Thomas Jane one. Okay. But okay. I think both the Dolph Lundgren and the Thomas Jane one would actually be better suited if they weren't called the Punisher. They should just be called like pissed uh, off husband, angry veteran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Live, laugh, love. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I'm spitballing. <laughs> but yeah I, without trying to be faithful to the comic because the the thomas jane one like when they try to be super faithful to the comic is when they get like the kevin nash russian character coming in and it's like sure. a weird tonal shift in yeah. the thing and it's like no this was this weird dark gritty thing and now it's a cartoon um so being maybe a little less faithful to the comic would have allowed them to just make more of a straightforward like action movie yeah um, do you, how do you feel about the Punisher TV? I know this is not a TV podcast, but how do you feel like the, the Punisher I never TV watched thing? it. I thought Bernthal was really good casting because yeah. he's great and everything, but I never watched it. I, I maybe watched the first episode. I think Bernthal's good in it, but yeah. he's, um, and I'm not a Punisher comic reader, so I don't really know the character that much, but Bernthal is doing his, um, and this is not a criticism because I like it when he does this, but he's doing like the yelly, angry very loud Burnthal thing. And I'm like, is that, is that the Punisher though? He seems yeah, like a right. real silent, angry guy, yeah. but not the yelly angry, but right. whatever. It's fine. Um, Definitely see Warzone. Okay. It has some well, of the I funniest to to work shit. Tomorrow, but, no, okay, you're sure. going to stay up and watch Warzone. Okay, what time is it? Let right. me tell you about Warzone. I don't want to spoil the surprise, but a guy's doing, uh, uh, what, what do you call it when you're jumping and climbing all over Parkour? everything? Parkour. Parkour. <laughs> <laughs> and he jumps from he's jumping from building to building. Sure. And as he jumps from one building to the other, he just gets hit with a fucking rocket launcher that the Punisher wow. shot and he explodes in oh. midair. And it's the funniest shit you've ever That's seen in a movie. An incredible I mean, talk about an artiste. Yes. Who oh, for yeah. How hard do you have to work to be able to blow a guy out of the sky if he's parkouring with a <laughs> Don't answer. I don't don't answer. You can email me at yes. P. Patrick Bromley at Gmail. Oh, thank you for that. I don't need it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's my that's my Twitter handle, guys. Just show me how you know. Don't show me how to do that. Um. So yeah, watch the Punisher. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the other stuff I've watched was actually more for a year end thing. So a lot of okay. uh, you guys have talked about it, like Licorice Pizza and <laughs> Matrix Resurrections, all the stuff that came out at the end of the year. Uh, so I don't want to repeat what other people are saying. Um, Any standouts go- from? Liquor's Pizza was so good, man. Yeah. Um, I think, <laughs> to say something really unoriginal, um, I think in the past I haven't always loved Paul Thomas Anderson's stuff all the time. I always respect it, but I just, yeah. I think trying to watch, I didn't watch Phantom Thread, but just, I was like, uh, it seems so inaccessible, like literally inaccessible and not like story-wise, but just 
where do I go to watch this movie? <laughs> like, it's January 15th and I haven't seen it, but then right, it was on right, the top right. 10 list. And I'm like, right. well, what's the point of this? My point is, people who make movies, please allow us to watch your movies. Yeah. We would like to watch your movies. Yeah. Well, it's not probably not the filmmakers' fault. Right. They probably want yeah. people guys, to watch their movies. Guys, let us watch your movies. We it's the distributors. Movies. Yeah. Let us watch your movies, guys. We want Blame to them. them. Yeah. Uh, Licorice Pizza is great. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It's 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 great. It's a wonderful time. Yeah. And it's funny and it's kind of totally unexpected. And it's a little bit more in the vein of um, – it's not the same story, but it's in the vein of like punch drunk love. Like that kind of Paul Thomas right, Anderson, right, right, much right, less right. than the there will be blood kind of Paul Thomas Anderson. Definitely. Both which are great. Yeah, agreed. Uh, but no, it was awesome. Um, I'm watching a lot of television. Anything good? Movies. I've been watching Book of Boba Fett, okay, which is a good time, which has less Boba Fett than you would expect. I hear a lot of mixed things it's according fun. to the internet. It's fun. It's a good time. Is if it? you like okay. Star Wars stuff, go watch Book of Boba Fett. You don't need to tell me that. If you like Star Wars, you don't need me to tell you to go watch Book of Boba Fett. You're probably already <laughs> I'm obsessed it. with Star Wars, but I'm on the fence on this Boba Fett what show. What is this? What is, there's a book? There's a Boba Fett show? I don't like watching stuff about books. Wait, what is it? This doesn't sound like it's for me. Wait, it's Disney's distributing it? What's mm. how do you spell that? D I S N E. I still haven't watched more than like three episodes of The Mandalorian, so I'm way behind. Uh, you'll you'll be okay. I think you'll get caught up with that stuff. I think it's yeah. it's. I think what's nice about it is that it's. Um, I'm not a binge watcher because I just don't have long periods of time where I can watch a bunch of stuff. And right. So like the weekly serial is like a nice. I can handle like. 35 to 59 minutes of television yeah. per week. I can handle that. And right. so that's been really nice to be able to do it. Um, we've been watching a lot of The Crown again because – Hold I on. Don't, yeah. Wait, what? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to golf clap because I feel like that's what British people do. Uh, I, I, don't really, so. I don't really pay attention to The Crown mostly because most of that's history that I can go read about, which is interesting. More so Same with show. Book of Boba Fett. That's true. <laughs> Is it prehistory or is it post-history? Mm. Um, there was, which reminds me of a Game of Thrones joke, which was that there was <laughs> some podcast. No, there was some show that I was, some like recap show I was watching. And the person who was talking about it was not like a super informed fan, just was like talking about it from his perspective, but then didn't realize that it was a completely fictional universe that Game of Thrones takes place in. What? He thought it was like sort of Lord of the Rings like in the sense of it's like a mythical prehistory. He's like, oh so he was saying something like, wait, what what time what time is this in Earth's history? And they were trying to explain to him, they're like, no, this is a totally totally made up fiction. You need to have your T V taken which away. It was amazing. No, it was so great. And he was so like apologetic and but I'm like, that's amazing. I love that. Thank you for <laughs> doing that on live television. Um so anyway, that's that's for me. What have you been watching? What have I been watching? Um I saw The Accountant. Did you oh, ever yeah. see The Accountant? I have seen The Accountant. That was actually, that also was on my television recently. Tell me what you think about The Accountant. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> like, it came up a couple shows ago when Rob and I were doing a show because he was talking about Ben Affleck. Yeah. And I said, should I see The Accountant? He was like, well, you're talking to me, of course. And then our friend Lauren texted me and said that she watched The Accountant. She started watching it like as a joke, but then by the end loved it. Yeah. Um, I'm not there, <laughs> but I, I was totally watchable and so weird. I was like, I was on board for the movie with Ben Affleck as like the Asperger's forensic accountant. 
and then it turns into Ben Affleck as Jason Bourne. Yeah. It's it's a lot of movies in one, but it's yeah. one of those movies Burnthal's in it uh where every single person that shows up is somebody that you're happy to see show up yeah. in the movie. J.K. Simmons is in it. Yeah, <laughs> John Lithgow and Anna Kendrick sure. and anybody who pops up, you're like, "Hey, welcome to the movie. Thanks for being here." Uh it's it's a weird movie that I kind of wish, you know, we got more of those because it take some chances it's not based on anything that i know of right it wasn't based on like a book or anything um i don't totally buy it's not affleck's fault i really like ben affleck as an actor this has been well covered rob and i talked about this i just some of the stuff where he's trying to play the physicality or the physical manifestations of like asperger's or autism spectrum i just was like oh, i'm not buying this ben uh i appreciate him not going full like justin bartha and geely or something like that but i was like i don't know if this needed to be part of your story um but it's a crazy movie and i recommend it to people yeah it's uh it's a good time i think what i find fascinating about i think with affleck there's um like this natural kind of talkative charisma that he has um you saw the last duel right i did so for those of you who've seen the last duel you guys know what i'm talking about like he kind of just plays this like kind of wise guy sarcastic oh he's know, the talk. worst i know but he's and like, the best and the best he's <laughs> have he's got a blonde dye job he's having a blast yes he probably worked for two weeks and he's like this is great <laughs> i get to lose some weight i get to hang out with matt damon this is fantastic um, so what's fun about that is that in the accountant, he doesn't do any of those like normal Ben Affleck things, right? Being this like charismatic, whatever, you know, he plays yeah. basically this very invisible person right. who's deliberately trying to be invisible. So it's, I find it I'm like, I'm not, and I'm not saying that it doesn't work. I'm just saying like, that's a really interesting choice by you. Well, just his size makes that so difficult. Yes. Like he's just a big, he is side of beef and uh it's hard for him to play invisible because there's a lot of mass there yeah uh, it's also funnier when it's in terms of unintentional physical comedy that whenever Rob, rob's girlfriend anna kendrick is <laughs> on screen with Ben, it's it's a it's a great oh yeah she's a big big and small tiny tiny person situation it's fantastic yeah. i love it i love that you mentioned the accountant that's a good time everyone go see it it's it's fun <laughs> i'm gonna go watch it after i watch punisher war zone tonight. please well definitely watch punisher war zone okay. i told you about the parkour all right that'll be first that does not happen in the accountant nothing remotely that cool happens in the <sighs> that's accountant true. that's true you're ben right Affleck does solve like some accounting problems yeah. on a window. There's a lot of dry erase markers that yeah. died. In this <laughs> yeah, movie. yeah, yeah, a lot of them. They were harmed in the making of this movie. Um, Erica and I watched the four-hour W. Kamau Bell documentary. We need to talk about Cosby. Oh no, I don't know about this documentary. <sighs> it's was it really uplifting? And, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, it made you feel good about everything you've enjoyed in your life and like. Really makes you put all your trust in entertainers sure. and celebrities in general, especially populist entertainers right. that appeal to children <laughs> right. and who families. spend their lives ingratiating themselves with you. Yeah, and and that's one of the things that they talk about a lot in the documentary, which is really interesting. That like he spends the seventies, like the seventies, um, 
building up this persona as someone you can trust. Sure. Uh, whether it's through picture pages, picture pages, or all of his educational specials, or as like a an advertising pitch man, he's like, "You can trust me. I'm Bill Cosby." And then for and and the thing is, it's not like so. Then he twists the knife, and in the '80s, he starts raping people because it turns out he's doing it the whole time. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, well, I can enjoy Bill Cosby's art you know, pre-rapist, like, no, this guy was always the worst person. And it's just so weird to try to reconcile some of that. Somebody who meant so much to so many people, not just me, not just Erica, not just you. Like, boy, I really liked the Cosby show. Um, I don't want to watch it anymore, but they show clips and you still laugh at it. And then you got to remember like, oh shit, wait, no, I don't want to laugh at this. He's the devil. Um, it was rough. Sorry, man. No, it's yeah, okay. That's, that's, it was really well done. I mean, I recommend it if you, you know, obviously with like nonstop trigger warnings because they have sure. many of his victims and survivors are interviewed and talk about their experiences. And, yeah. uh, I mean, there were over 60, I think that went on record. Um, so it, it's going to be too much for a lot of people, obviously, um, I'm fortunate that I was able to watch it, but it was a huge fucking downer for me too. Yeah, so. for sure. Where's that? Uh, where's that? That's on Showtime. Okay. Yeah. Got it. What's what's it called again? We need to talk about Cosby. Got it. I couldn't remember if it was we need to talk about Bill Cosby or we need to talk about Cosby. Got it. Um, the last one I'll talk about is today we went to see Jackass Forever <laughs> <laughs> because. <laughs> When you've been disappointed by Bill Cosby and you're depressed about this four-hour documentary you watched about what he did to people, you reward yourself by going to see Jackass Forever. By watching a bunch of guys who are now in their 40s and 50s? 50s, yeah. Yeah. Hitting each other with nut shots. Like so many nut shots. That's great. And it never stops being funny. It's never not funny. No, it's really funny. They just fundamentally (laughs) understand that. When... Okay, when the Jackass movies first came out, way yeah. back when, yeah, how did you feel about them? And has that feeling changed? No, this one, no. it's pretty much the same. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's. Um, I would laugh the whole way through. Yeah. Um, I remember, and I don't remember what the stunt was. I remember Erica and I going to see Jackass. I can't remember if it was the first or the second movie, um, and we we're in maybe a quarter full theater and two thirds of the way through the movie half the audience got up and left and I just was like what was the straw that broke the camel's back here I don't remember the stunt honestly but it was like you came to a movie called Jackass based on a show that presumably you've seen called Jackass you know the premise right what is it that offended you so Uh, there wasn't enough they thought it was a documentary about donkeys. Perhaps. And they were like, there's not enough donkeys in this. Very little donkey action. My first reaction when the Jackass movies came out was of um, anger, but not of righteous anger, which is, you know, I was not one of those like, oh my gosh, I'm so offended by this. Um, it was more, I was mad that someone had taken what I did with my friends, which is just... <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't know how to excuse this, but just 
friends, what happens oftentimes with groups of boys who are friends is that you just end up hitting each other in the nuts because it's funny. Right. It's just funny. Um, and so I was upset that I had not equally monetized yeah. the value of my friend's nonsense roughhousing and put it on the big screen because obviously I had the access to do that. <laughs> you had... That was my first thing. I was yeah. watching the first Jackass movie, and I was like, Ugh, we did this before. <laughs> Why couldn't I? I showed it. Charlie the original Jackass <laughs> the other day. <laughs> the first the movie. This is the best sentence I've heard all day. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I just was, it was just the two of us. And I said, hey, Charlie, you want to watch Jackass? He's like, yeah, sure. I do. Um, so he definitely like reacted a lot to like all the male nudity. He would just go like, what, what? Yeah, sure. That's sus. You know, that's his big thing. He sure. says that's sus whenever anything adult happens on screen. Sure. If somebody says the word sex, if somebody, right. uh, any sort of nudity, he goes, what? That's sus. Um, so Jackass was very sus, but he was laughing a lot. I just wanted to prove to myself that I have the sense of humor of a 13 year old yeah. and the, the experiment, uh, worked. Perfect. Awesome. I'm, is it, oh man. Okay. Were there a lot of people there to watch it? I know this is not the first, this is not the first weekend it's out, right? This is. Oh, this is the first weekend. Yeah. Were there a lot of people there? Um, not a ton. We went at three o'clock to a smaller theater, again, trying to avoid crowds. Um, but they, you know, they make you show your Vax card when you walk in and we were trying to sit away from people. We had like one big row behind us and that was pretty much it. Okay. And then maybe like two other people. Got so it. it wasn't bad. Okay. Um, I also feel like this kind of movie is always going to do okay in terms of, I know the movie industry is like kind of a mess in terms of theaters and, right. and whatnot, but I feel like a movie like this, one, isn't going to cost a ton to make. No, I think it and costs then, like $10 million. I yeah. think is what they said. And then you can just, you know, you don't, you can just kind of make it happen. I just don't, I think. I just don't know if these guys are going to last <laughs> making these movies. No, themselves. I think they've said, like, this is it. I'm trying to look up the box office. This looks like it placed number one with $24 million. That's pretty which is over twice the gross of number two, Moonfall. <laughs> Mooncrash? Mooncrash. Uh, pretty good. It's, well, yeah. it's, been, it's been a pretty dead January and February, honestly. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I saw one movie in January. That was Scream. I'll see one movie in February. That's Jackass. And then... Presumably something will come along in March. Yeah. I mean, the new Ty West comes out, and that's going to be A24, which means it won't be available to stream. So Uh, I'll have to go see that. I was going to try and go see the Cohen Cohen production of Hamlet. Macbeth. Macbeth. It's disappointing that I missed that I switched. The it's genre. all right. Um, don't tell anybody. I won't. Just <laughs> oh wait, we're on a podcast. <laughs> um, but I don't know if that's widely available. It's on Apple TV. Do you have Apple TV? I do have Apple TV. Then you can just watch it, I'll baby. Watch it. Okay. You don't have to go Sounds to a theater. Good. There was something else that was coming it's out. Not in even March. shot in widescreen. The Batman movie is coming out. In oh March. yeah, there's my there's, there's my movie March. for March. There yeah, you go. perfect. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about the Batman. Do we have to talk about game right now? No. <laughs> As W. Kamau Bell says, we need to talk about gamer. <laughs> and it's going to happen. This was my idea because it was. I like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just want that said right up I front. I have so many questions for you. <laughs> I actually don't. I just have a few. Most of them are like 
pretty much version different versions of why. Why do you like this movie? I, Patrick, why do you like this movie? Because I appreciate that Neville Dean Taylor flew a little too close to the sun <laughs> and tried to make something that they think is smart or satirical. Like, I know that they still know that it's stupid. Right. Because they lean into all the stupidity and the juvenility of it. Um and they try to push buttons. There's some real edgelord shit in this movie that really bothers me. Um, I'm going to apologize for using two words right now. Well, I'll apologize for using one word and the other as a derogatory or something. But like at one point, I think Logan Lerman says something along the lines of like, that's so retardedly gay or yes. something. Yeah, And it's like, they they know that they're pushing buttons when they have a character say something like that. They're not just throwing those words around because they call each other things like that. Right. Um, but it's still so stupid and like immature. And that's right. the shit in this movie that I'm just like, really, really, you know, like, or Rick rape as a character. Like sure. there's shit in this movie that I cannot defend and will not attempt right. to defend. But I think it's the running man for video games, you know, like, and I like the running man and I don't play video games, but I can watch a movie about people playing yeah. video games. Uh, that's how teenagers in 2009 talked, Patrick. Oh shoot. I forgot they what it was like in 2009. Retards and gays. Yeah. Right. But you know what they didn't do? Neville Dean and Taylor. Nobody said, nobody's ever said that retardedly gay. No one. No. Well, that's why I think together. Come that's on. like those two. I don't know those yeah, two at all. Sure. Maybe they do call each other names like that are no longer, uh, acceptable to say. Yeah. Um, but I know when they put them together, it was just a way of like, wouldn't it be funny if right. we really are not on PC, you know? Uh, and it's just, it's it's trying so hard in that moment. Let's just stack all the the triggering that's a hat on top right. of a hat. Exactly. Why not? Let's just exactly. do it. Exactly. Um, where does this, I don't know. I don't know where to start. Do you know where to start? I don't no, know where no. to start. I don't know where to With start. With Gamer, baby. A gamer. Um, this, my first... I saw this a long time ago, probably okay. right around when it came out, and then I haven't seen it since. Uh, my first reaction while watching it was that it, re it reminded me a lot of the Death Race movie with Jason Statham, a lot of the same okay. kind of like visual style and feel. Okay, of like, I could see that. The story's similar, right? You're publicizing this game for the... And they're out around the same time, aren't they? Yeah, I, I looked it up. It's actually different production companies. Yeah. I thought it was like Lionsgate did both, but I think uh, I think it came out the year before. Okay. Uh, Death Race came out in 2008, I think. Okay. And so this is right after. I was like, oh, okay. Um, Lionsgate didn't do Death Race? It didn't. It didn't. Remarkably, no. Somebody, I for sure would have thought they did. I just... I, and then when the Lionsgate like, thing came <laughs> I up... I thought Jason like, Statham was just under contract with Lionsgate. Right. Well, when the Lionsgate uh, logo comes up for this movie, I was like, of course. <laughs> of course. Nothing says quality. Like, like Michael Lionsgate C. in the 2000s, baby. Taylor. Uh, and my, I was just trying to wrap my head around it because I didn't... <laughs> Spoilers, everybody! I don't like this movie as much as Patrick does, <laughs> but that's possible. Okay. No that's one okay. does. It's, that's okay. We're here to champion the small guy. Um, but uh, so, I was, but I also didn't want to like just crap on the movie for the whole time because I, I was like, okay, what are some things that I like about it, or it, or I think that it kind of works. Um, I think it's not that it's necessarily successful, but I think it's 
it's the internet, but the but in movie form. Okay. Right. They're like, what are all the things that people, if they were to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Parkour. No. <laughs> uh, parody, not parody. It's a character. If they were going to character caricaturize. I barely got that word out. The internet. <laughs> but you did it. I thanks, thanks. <laughs> it's because forty percent of my brain is synthetic. Um, uh, then this is the movie that would be sort of produced, right? It's like sure. everything's overly sexualized. Everything is right. hyperkinetic. Everything is shot as if it's a camera on a tripod and they a tripod and they just spun the camera around. Yeah. Let's just shoot it this way. I'm pretty sure this is just how Neville Dean Taylor see the world. <laughs> I think this movie was just ripped from their brains. They, they just, were wearing Google Glass and sure. walked around for a week and they, they just, cut the footage together. And they just taped the camera to their baseball caps and walked around. <laughs> so they kind of do. So it's, you know, they could have called us Gamer Internet the movie. Um, right. So that's okay, I guess. I do wish, like, their, their frenetic... Crazy person style works so well for Crank and Crank 2, again, because that's part of the aesthetic. The whole thing is like, got to keep your heart rate up. Right. Um, so, of course, we're going to shoot this movie like spazzes. Um, I wish they had dialed it back a little bit for Gamer. I know that's their that's their aesthetic. That's their style. So, of course, they're going to do it again for Gamer. But there's some stuff in Gamer that I was like, oh, some of these action scenes would actually be really good if they would let them play a little bit longer. The editing is so choppy. Yeah. Um, and we've seen it done so well now by movies like Hardcore Henry right. or One Shot with Scott Adkins, which just came out last year. It's not a video yeah. game movie. It's right. a combat movie, but it, like, it's all done in one continuous, you know, quote-unquote take and reminds you of a video game. Because video games, for the most part, don't have cuts, right? I don't no, play it games, just but goes smoothly, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you kind of wish that it was the the takes were playing out a little bit longer. Maybe the technology wasn't there. I think it just is like their style is just like chop, chop, cut, cut, uh, which I wish was not the case. Um, I think, and I hope I'm not sounding like old old guy, like old guy dad notes for your video game movie. Um, but I think sometimes does it have to be so violent? Right. <clears throat> I don't know. Just is, is, is everybody is like what's? <laughs> Do you need all the close-ups of the what's, butts? What's the what's the health insurance situation for the death row inmates? <laughs> but what about those people? Um. But uh, there's just moments where visually, I just need like a break because everything is. Yeah. I also probably chose the wrong time to watch this movie because I had a little bit of a headache while going into it while watching it. Oh, no, and then, you don't like, want that. Yeah, that was pretty dumb on this my is, part. That was real stupid. Um, this is a headache committed to film. Yeah, kind of. It's the internet, the movie. Um, <laughs> but I also – and I get the part that you want to be frenetic. But I also felt like there were parts where it's um, like the real world, right? It's not like right, uh, right, Gerard yeah, yeah, Butler yeah. in yeah. the video game right. or something or – What's the actress? Amber Valletta. Amber Valletta in Society. In Society, the game, uh, where she's in the game part of it, right? And then everything else, but like everything else, can still be like real life, where people yes. are just walking around at a normal speed, but, right? But like, the, 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 what's really jarring is that the regular life of these people are also filmed yes. at this crazy frenetic thing, and it's like, I don't know why, why, right. I don't know why. It's exhausting. The obviously the color in Society is like super saturated. Um, it's like a little less saturated in the real world. And then when you get to 
Slayers. Slayers. <laughs> I keep wanting to call it slaughterers, which is not a word. Slaughterers. Slayers. Um, With a Z at the end. It's all just dirty and desaturated and yeah, brown. Turn and, the lights down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just shot in like war-torn Bulgaria or something like that. In a warehouse. New Mexico, <laughs> New Mexico apparently, is where it was filmed. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, there's some attempt to differentiate the three in terms of the color timing, but I totally agree with you that, like, shooting it in a different style or taking a different pace to the editing would have really helped make a difference between, yeah. uh, you know, these three different... They're not different levels of reality. There's two games and the real world, yeah. but um, the real world should should feel and look a lot more different from the games than it does. Um, or maybe that's the point. Maybe oh life is just a game and Neville Dean Taylor are pointing it out. Who's controlling you? What? Is it Michael C. What? Hall? Is it Ludacris? Yeah. Uh, I don't know who I would choose between those two. Um, speaking of Michael C. Hall, I think he he was really good at this. I of think course. he was the only – he was – what were you about the to only say? Person, I don't know what to say. He's I've the only, only what? I've seen him. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like the only person who's having fun in the movie. Are you out of your mind? Kira Sedgwick time. is having a blast. Oh, she really is, actually. Those two people from Psych that show up. That's true. Randomly as newscasters. <laughs> this movie was made for me. Here's why it's the worst time. movie I've ever seen. Okay, go. It introduces Zoe Bell. Sure. And then blows her I know. Head off. I was so mad. I was, that is I, unforgivable. I wanted you I wanted them to be friends. Yeah. I wanted them to be friends. She, she turned needs around to and be boom. in the movie and oh, yet they sad. just nuke her head. That's why I can't believe that you like this movie so much. They straight up kill your girl in I like it in, in spite of the Zoe Bellness. That is commitment. That yeah. is commitment. Uh, Michael C. Hall has a lot to do. I don't understand Kira Sedgwick's character and why she looks... No, because this is supposed to be set in the future, right? Sort yes. Of. I forget how they word it. Hold on. You talk. I'm going to look it up. Um, the thing that I find interesting about Kira Sedgwick is that um, she wears... This is such a small thing, but she wears this like weird sparkly eyeliner, which I don't understand. Because then it makes it... it then she sort of ends up looking like one of the society video game characters. She does, yeah. But she isn't. That's just how she – that's just what makes sense to her character to, to dress up as, which doesn't make any sense to me. But I did forget about Kira Sedgwick. You're right. According to this, it's set in 2034. Oh, okay. Right around the corner. But I remember it being like 20 years from now or something. They, they word it a certain Somewhere way. Somewhere in the so near that no future. Matter, so that no matter when you watch it, it's always 20 years down the road okay. or something like that. It's revolutionary. I, Neveline Taylor Visionaries. have figured some shit out. Visionaries. Um, Why haven't they made more movies? That's I kept my question. remembering. I did look up what other movies Neveline Taylor, Neveline Taylor made. They uh, made that Ghost Rider movie that I should love because it's a Nicolas Cage movie directed by Neveline Taylor. Yeah, and I'm like, that was speaking my language that was movie. Incomprehensible. I tried watching Yeah. That. That's like early Marvel stuff, guys. I don't know. It was, it was a tough time. No, um, it's really not good, unfortunately. Do you remember if in – I don't remember because it's been such a long time since I've seen it. If like in Crank, in the Crank movies, yeah. if like the action – like it's not like – uh, how do I say this? Like shooting, fighting kind of action. It's sort of like, you know, stay them like running around kind of action, which is different. So I don't remember if like there was like really good fighting kind of action in those movies. Not really. Okay. So then that would kind of make sense why like maybe in Gamer they were like, oh, we got to do this, but we don't really know how to do it kind of Right. Thing. Okay. 
makes sense to me. Um, and Gerard Butler, I think, is very well cast. I, I agree that he doesn't seem to be having fun, but there's nothing about his character that would be having fun, really. Yeah, I was prepared to come into this movie to make fun of Gerard Butler, but there really wasn't anything. To, to, he's pl- he's playing it pretty straight. There's yes. not um, there, there's not a lot of like weird. I was gonna come in and make jokes about like. Does Gerard Butler have a gambling problem? Because why is he in so many movies? Like, does he have a drug habit? Does he... He likes to work. He does Nothing like Nothing wrong work. with that. Again, I was looking at his filmography, too. He's got one or two movies, like, every year. I'm a gamer! Yeah. <laughs> I'm a slayer! <laughs> one more to go, and I'm free! <laughs> I'm I... getting controlled by Logan Lerman. Dad, I don't like the ballet. Oh no, that's a different Irish <laughs> that's movie. Billy Elliot, he's and he's Scottish. Irish. He's Scottish. Come on, you son of a bitch. <laughs> he's he'll be. He's not a listener. It's okay. It's okay. He's probably not. He, he's he not going to join us for the live gamer pod. He turned it off when you mixed up Hamlet and Macbeth. I'm really, oh, jeez. He was like, "Do you mean the Scottish play? <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk about breaking your leg during it because it's bad luck." Uh. Why do we have such a hard time remembering the names of these games? Society and then... Because <laughs> I keep wanting to call one of them humans, but that's the name of the rebellion. No. Yeah, I think... Humans it, with a Z. Humans with a Z. Led by Ludacris. Should have been Slayers with a Z. And Allison Lohman, right? And Zazaity with a Z at the, at the, at the front. <laughs> Zs everywhere. Um, this, Gamers. This kept on reminding me of other movies that I would rather have watched. Um, How dare you? I'll start. I'm going to go there. Another movie with a Z... Uh, existence, Ex- existence, yes, existence. Existence is a better movie. Uh, yeah, I know it's better, but one it just is David Cronenberg remi- and one is Neville <laughs> Dean Taylor. Come on, man. One is a McDonald's hamburger. Yeah, exactly. And one is filet mignon. <laughs> right. Why don't you shut up and know the difference? Uh, Why don't my Funyuns taste like steak? Well, right. because the Funyuns <laughs> were made by Neville Dean Taylor. <laughs> Oh, Funyuns. I love Funyuns. But sometimes you need some Funyuns. I don't love Funyuns. You don't like Funyuns? No, and I... There's like the hot ones now. The older I get, no. (laughs) Oh, Oh, sorry. I don't like... Patrick made a face. I don't like regular onion rings, much less synthetic onion rings. Um, (laughs) The older I get, the more I'm like only interested in Funyuns and less interested in steak. Sure. Because you've had a lot of steak in your life. I guess. Like, I need something different. And the end of the year comes along, and you're just being given steak after steak. And some of it's great. Some of it's licorice pizza. And you're like, oh, this is really fun. I really like this movie. But then so much of it is like a slog that you're just like, gamer is like someone peeing Mountain Dew Code Red right in your brain. A ray, like, thank you for that. A ray of urine straight into your <laughs> dark dungeon. Exactly. Uh, I get it. That's why I liked watching Punisher yesterday. Yes! I'm, like, I'm so damn tired, but I am enthralled by this movie. You know who should make the Punisher? Neville Dean Taylor. That Just actually... kidding. They made a Ghost Rider movie and they fucked it up. Oh, man. And they had Nicolas Cage, too. I know. You don't, get, you don't come back from that. No. That's why they stopped making movies. They haven't made a movie since then. Well, I think from what Together. I, yeah. Uh, Neville Dean's married to Alison Lohman. I knew that. That's a fun fact that I learned. Yeah, I knew that. I believe she's like an anti-vaxxer, though, so... That's, uh, well... I'm less happy to see her show up and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> After learning that fact. As a member of humans. <laughs> I don't know what else to Because um, one of them made... Um, son of a bitch. Mom and Dad, right? I don't know. With Nicolas Cage? Hold on. I'm looking it up. 
Brian Taylor wrote it and also directed it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, with wow. Nicolas Cage. Good for that, man. And then hasn't made a movie since I then. I've not seen that. That was 2017. Yeah. I no, you should see that. that movie. That's okay. good. After Punisher Warzone. <laughs> After Gamer a second time. Oh, they made Jonah Hex. They wrote Jonah Hex. They, they Jonah didn't Hex. direct Jonah Hex. Well, the TV, you'll never get the stink of that off of you. Jonah Hex was directed by like an animation guy. Ever again. Who made like Horton Hears a Who <laughs> and then Jonah Hex. I saw Jonah Hex in a theater. Oh, how like, many? Opening how many, day. How many people were with you? I might have been by myself. Yeah, that sounds. That sounds. It was, right. There was maybe one other guy. When I I've who heard made, Megan Fox was in it. Sure, I have an unofficial, um, just in my mind, not like in real life. In my mind, I have like an unofficial like F this movie bingo card for every episode that I listen to, and one of the squares on the F this movie bingo card is Patrick talking about a time when he saw a movie on opening day and people were like oh shit really you watch that on opening night hell yeah and he's like yeah i did i also watched it with this other one and that's like you can put that you can fill out the bingo card for that yeah jonah hex was not my only movie of the day (laughs) what was the other one Mm. Mm. that's 2010 2010 shit that's probably was that a was that a that's jonah hex feels like a february release I want to say it was the A-Team. Was A-Team... Oh, man, A-Team was a good time. Was that 2010? That sounds about right. Yeah, 2010. It was A-Team and Jonah Nice. Hex. Oh, man. That's, A-Team rules. That's good. A-Team was a great time. A-Team is really, really fun. I feel like... No, I didn't go watch that with you. We no. watched something else. We watched the the movie that was like the A-Team, but wasn't the A-Team. Oh, The Losers. Yes. Yeah. We watched The yeah, Losers. Yeah, we did. That was a good time. Um, I don't know what else to make... Do you like other video game movies, or are you just like this one because it's crazy? Uh, I like this one because it's crazy. Like, I didn't like Hardcore Henry, even though it's a much more faithful video game movie than this. Yes. Um, I don't think I've ever liked a movie based on an actual video game. Sure. like, Max- But I haven't yet seen Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, one of Adam Mursky's favorite movies of the year. <laughs> when he said that out loud, yeah. like in public, yeah. in within earshot of me, I was like... And a microphone. Wow. wow. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm proud of him. Adam, Me I'm too. proud of you. You do your thing, buddy. I think it's awesome. You know what? You, you that, will... I will see that movie because he put it on his list. Right. Like, you, I'm excited to see it now. You allow all of us to be to like what we like. Because yes. you're like, I like this. Right. And it's okay. And I was like, you know what? Then it's okay to watch all this other stuff that I don't know what to do with that I'm, is available. You're talking about how I like gamer. I know, man. I'm and not you know on what? that ledge alone. You know, what's great about it is <laughs> what? that here's what's awesome. To get back to my earlier point of like, hey, people who distribute movies, please let us watch them because Gamer is pretty easy to find. Um, yeah. You know what movie isn't easy to find? What's the one? What's the Japanese one that came out? Drive My Car. Yes. It's supposed to be this really good movie that came right. out this year. It's supposed to be really good. I would really like to watch it. Can't find it anywhere. No. Can't find it anywhere. I'm going to have to murder a unicorn to be able to watch this movie. Yeah. Like, what else am I going to have to do? It's ridiculous. No, it's just murder a unicorn. Okay. That's it. And do I have to have, like, some kind of troll? Like Trolls aren't real. That? Okay. But if I'm... Neither is this Drive My Car movie, apparently. <laughs> okay. I so appreciate that you went with neither is Drive My Car and not neither are unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> what I was about to say, the the joke I was attempting to finish but couldn't because yeah. like I'm so confused and tired now is that I, do I need a troll who's like some sort of like notary public to like sign off on the fact that I murdered a unicorn, which will allow me right to watch drive my car. Now that you mention it, I, trolls might be real, but I don't think they're allowed to be notaries. Oh my 
gosh, that's racist. I have a screening link. I know. I have a screening link for Drive My Car that I refuse to watch because it's like three hours long. <laughs> and that's, I don't know, two gamers? That is that is two gamers. That's more than two gamers because this is like 85 minutes. Yeah, that's true. Oh, oh man. It felt a little bit longer. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Um, another weird thing about ex- existence. 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 I can never, I can't say words right today. Is that Kara Sedgwick's in this movie? And then our girl. Oh, Jennifer Jason Leigh. Jennifer Jason. And they're like doppelgangers that I see all the time. Do you think so? I Sort of. Interesting. Sort of. Not like physically. Although there are some physical characteristics that are similar with them. But Okay. In in the the space that they occupy in my mind, have they ever appeared in a movie together, or can they not? Like the Ron answer Silver is and no. Time Cop. Okay, the answer is no. I feel like one might be a market correction of the other, but I think their <laughs> their their pathways have separated. Sedgwick two point Yeah, because I think because Kira Sedgwick ended up like doing more TV stuff where she plays like the the lawyer. She did the like, yeah. What was that? The closer. Society. I don't know. It's a very gen- no. You're right. It's a very gen- I think the closer. She right. did like five or six seasons of that show on TNT. Yeah, she was the best. She was really good at it. I never watched it, but I'm sure she was great. I I like Kira Sedgwick. I had a lot of laundry to fold, so I didn't watch that movie. <laughs> well, and I was not watching Punisher Warzone. I don't know what else to say about this movie. What shall we say? <laughs> How dare you? What else did you? Like? What's your favorite part of the movie, Patrick? Don't make me pick just one part. I'll make you. What are your top three favorite parts of this movie? <laughs> no, I just I like a stupid movie. Sure. That uh, thinks it's a little bit smart, but knows that it's truly boneheaded. Like, <laughs> um, it's like a. It's like the class clown being asked to write poetry. Sure. And he's just like, I just, I can't. Would you like to give the valedictorian speech at graduation? <laughs> That's a terrible idea. Right. Why would you like Of course him? I'll do it. <laughs> Here goes. You mean I get $50 million of your money to go do this? Absolutely. Sure I will. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know. Who thought this was going to make a bank? But because uh, Gerard Butler wasn't. I don't feel like he had yet totally figured out who he needs to be on screen. It really feels like Den of Thieves is the movie where he self-actualized. <laughs> I feel like Den of Thieves is like a specific because okay, when was because three hundred was before this? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, three yeah. hundred was in two thousand eight, and yeah. then this movie is the year afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah, 300 kind of cements him as a movie star and probably like helps a gamer get made. Right, as a person. Right, um, right. I think Den of Thieves is my favorite. Yeah, is my favorite Gerard Butler movie. Mostly because yeah. it's a heat ripoff. Um, it's Redbox Heat. Redbox Heat. Um, and just as long. Just as long. Yep. You it's, know, it's like some drive my car shit. It's like four gamers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think... Yeah, and this one he's pretty just vanilla milk toast like tough yeah, guy. Yeah, he's just with tough a beard. guy because he's being controlled by Logan Lerman. <laughs> I think true. that's a really interesting idea. Again, it's the Running Man. Basically, it's like it's instead of a TV show, um, it's a video game, right? And yeah. the Running Man gets points for being kind of prescient in terms of like predicting reality TV and our obsession with like violence and so there's some things in running man that you're like wow that movie was ahead of its time um and then there's other stuff that's like that's so dumb but in a great way um gamer doesn't score those same points you know (laughs) in terms of what it has to say because gamers idea of like criticizing culture is like 
what if the guy controlling Amber Valletta is a disgusting, sweaty, heavy set man literally just dipping waffles in a puddle of syrup? Yeah. <laughs> like it's just they have to underline everything eight times and highlight it. And he's in a wheelchair. And, is he in a wheelchair? Yeah, he's like oh, no, well, I don't think it's a wheelchair. I think it's okay. not because he's crippled. I it think was like a gaming chair. No, because he's fat and oh, he has to wheel it. himself around. Right, because right, right. He's fat. That's us, guys. Right. Humans. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> See? See? Now you're getting it. Oh, I do get it now. Milo Ventimiglia having a great time in this movie. Oh, my gosh. He got to work for, like, a morning? Yeah. I'm good. Because he was in a movie that they wrote. Um, it wasn't called, like, Autopsy, but it's something like that. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Uh... I like Neville Dean Taylor's uh, propensity for one-word titles. I like the crank. No, it's what's it called? Oh, I don't know. I'm the wrong guy to ask. Um, while you're looking for that, pathology. It's called pathology. Oh, that's too big of a word. And Michael Weston is in it, and he's in Gamer. Okay. And it's about a group of med students who like make a bet, like who can get away with a murder. Oh, is it the one where? And no, like, it's is it, it's Alyssa not Milano the, is in it. Wait, it's not the one where they try to they, where they kill themselves and bring themselves back to life. That's, that's a flatliners. Joke. Sorry, guys. Come on, G. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's been a long time since I've been out of podcast. I'm like unprepared. <laughs> I don't have any pants on. We're both um, a little rusty. I know. I haven't done this in such a long time. Marcon's just eating waffles dipped in puddles of syrup. That's not how you eat waffles? <laughs> no. But like that's how a big guy would. Right. He just like chugs syrup and he eats waffles by the fistful. And he'd want to control a woman because he wants to be Every a... hot girl you meet online behind her is just an obese dude. Right. Get it? Who lives in his mom's house. Great idea, Neville Dean. But Write s- that down, <laughs> Taylor. Yeah, but can still afford this beautiful video game setup <laughs> right. with several thousand TVs. Um a fun fact about the title, the title of the movie, apparently. Yeah, yeah, Before yeah. It, it, First, it was just called Game. Just, again, one word. Worst title. Game. Not, not going to see it. Well, you can't. <laughs> not to be mistaken Not to be mistaken with The Game. Right, from right. 97 for Fincher. And then they changed it to, apparently, uh, another version of the title was Citizen Gamer. Mm. Or Citizen Game. Citizen what, Game. Do you see what they're doing there? I almost appreciate the audacity of sure. Citizen Game. Sure. That's a real Neville Dean Taylor sure. idea right there. Uh, that's like a... Combining well, high and low art. I think they're safe because I'm pretty sure the people who would want to watch this movie maybe don't necessarily understand the reference. Or I think it's just two separate things in the Venn diagram. But think of all the mix-ups on Netflix. Oh, geez. I went to watch this Orson Welles classic, and instead I saw Amber Valletta in hot pants. Right, it's like the donkey people went to go see Jackass. Yes, exactly. Super disappointed. donkey people. God, I've been in here for 45 minutes, and there's been no <laughs> burros. People have been getting their balls shocked. I but, don't know uh, if this is for me. <laughs> let's, let's stay another half hour and figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Jackass doesn't score high on the dad being a chart for movies, guys. Uh, I'm a dad. What kind of health insurance do they have? For it's very balls? high for me. It's crazy. Do you put an ice pack on them? What do you do? Do you afterwards? think the Jackass guys have their balls insured? I, I, if I understand how insurance works properly, yeah. I would say that they are uninsurable because really? they <laughs> yeah, get shot at right. them so often. You might be like right. Like you, yeah. they'd be like Patrick Brownlee. 
Uh, sure his balls. Low amount of yeah. um, trauma to his balls. Yeah. No problem. Mark Don't on. Underestimate same thing. how dangerous podcasting of... is. <laughs> right. I'm a dad. Um, I think they would insure both of us, but yeah. those uh, Johnny Knoxville, no. Just, no. I think you might like... be right. Who was it that had her legs insured? Oh, I'm not going to get this right. Okay. I was just wondering if you can insure a pair of legs, I would assume you could also insure. Some testicles. I think if you pay somebody enough money, then they'll say that they can insure that for you. <laughs> Let's find that out. <laughs> Let's get some legal okay. experts on um, the show. I think, I don't know. I, I totally am with you on the bonehead movie comment. I just kind of, there. I don't know. I think just some small tweaks would have made this a little bit. Because like Crank, the Crank movies, even the second Crank, which I feel like is not as good as the first one. Uh, has a special place in my heart. One, because it's Jason Statham, yeah. who I will drop everything to go watch the Jason Statham movie, yeah. just to go watch it. Um, but that also hits that like sweet like bonehead spot, because it's a real like simple premise, right? This guy, some sort of extraordinary circumstance, but like here's what he has to do. Not just and any guy, like, Jeff Chelios. Jeff Chelios. <laughs> I feel like his initials aren't CC, it's more like CHCH. Um, <laughs> but then Gamer also is trying to ride that line of yeah. simple premise but then i just feel like the premise was like a little bit more it just wasn't as simple as in crank which is kind of like where the like if look if you're gonna make a a bonehead movie which is a, a, a well, let's be more diplomatic if you want to if you want to make a movie that's just a simple pleasure yeah right something that's straightforward then i think you can't necessarily have too many layers and i think having slayers and then society is just too many layers it's like you got to pick one or the other i think anyway one man's opinion i again i like the idea of Regular people being controlled as avatars by other people. I like the idea of condemned prisoners being placed in this virtual, you know, it's not a virtual world. It's a real world um, where they have to fight for their lives. I I agree that Gamer seems to be Neville Dean Taylor reaching a little bit more for respectability than either of the Crank movies. The Crank movies are very much like, we're in our lane. And Gamer is like... We're making a slightly more serious movie, but we can't help Neville Dean Taylor the shit out of it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I appreciate because if they all of a sudden just made a movie without any of their flourishes, it's like, no, that's what you guys bring to the party. Right, exactly. That's kind of what they do with Ghost Rider where it's like they're just making a Ghost Rider movie and it doesn't work because it's missing all the stupidity. It's plenty stupid, but in all the wrong ways. Yeah. It's not like enjoyably stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just – I enjoy uh, how how dumb this movie is. Uh, <laughs> I like that there's just a random Michael C. Hall dance sequence like yeah. two-thirds of the way through. Um, I like that Terry Crews shows up. It's always great that when Terry Crews shows up. Right? Well, he, was he in used the to movie. be better when he showed up. But... Yeah, he's, well, yeah, he was in the movie for a little bit. Yeah. Too, too little of yeah. time, I think. Yeah. Like Zoe Bell. Oh, jeez. I saw it coming, <laughs> too, because in the scene where she's coming, you see there, like, oh, yeah, there's a guy sure. in the background right. who's, I'm like, well... Her head's not going to last. No. Um, it does not. Does it sound really stupid that for, like, an embarrassingly long time for the runtime of this movie, I didn't understand the goal of the game? Here's what I mean by that. Because when they were... I was, oh, look, I, another 
cardinal sin for watching a simple pleasure movie. Mm-hmm, I won't call mm-hmm. it a bonehead movie. A simple oh, pleasure movie. <laughs> I'll let you do it. <laughs> a simple pleasure movie like this is to overthink it. Like, don't. You just don't. Don't. You don't need to. Um, so what I figured out was the game is these other people controlling these death row inmates. Right. And they're sh- I'm like, who are they fighting against? But they're fighting against each other. Yeah. Right. It's I like got Fortnite. Right. Okay. So my. <laughs> I've heard of that. Um, <laughs> Only it's so, called Slayers. So I, I think my next question was like, well, if you're just shooting each other and then you want to survive, mm-hmm. then wouldn't you just not shoot each other? Mm. I don't know. I'm sure there's some sort of. I mean, Michael C. Hall seems to play this sort of like super billionaire. That, well, who who is the you in this question? Is it the right. inmate or the people controlling the inmates? Because the people controlling the inmates don't care if their guy gets shot and killed. Really, that, that's true. I mean, they lose the game, but they'll just get a new inmate. Right. That's they true. don't actually lose their lives over it. Oh, that's true. I don't know. I just felt like I was like, wait, who are they fighting? They're not fighting against. Oh, they're fighting against each other. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that? Sorry, that like for a good fifty minutes out of the eighty-five of this movie, I was like, "Oh, that's who they're shooting on." In- okay. I well, at that. one point, then Gerard Butler is given his freedom and is no longer being controlled by Logan Lerman. Yeah. And you would think then, at that point, if everybody were in his position, then yes, perhaps they would say, "Let's just put our guns down and walk away, guys," yeah, instead of trying to kill each other. Um, I like that the first thing he does when he's free is like get super drunk. Yep. Mostly so he can puke and pee into a gas tank. Is that how ethanol works? Yes, that's how ethanol works. <laughs> All you need to do is to have some whiskey because it's basically ethanol. Gamer is nothing if not 100% scientifically accurate. <laughs> okay? So. It's just alchemy. His quit body. trying to poke holes in gamer. His body turns whiskey into ethanol, and that's how that works. And if you add a little pee in there, it's perfect. <laughs> That's enough to start a car. Not a problem. We didn't talk about uh, the fact that uh, uh, John Leguizamo is in this movie, making it his second consecutive yeah. movie on F This oh, Movie. I was thinking that. Yeah, when I so saw, was I. When I saw his terrible teeth on screen, and I was like, oh, wait, what's another movie where he has terrible teeth? Wait. I completely forgot that he was in this. And then I was like, Spawns? John Leguizamo? But you and I tend to talk about action movies or science fiction movies. We sure do. And this is both. So it's right in our wheelhouse. It sure is. Is it a better movie if Statham is playing the Gerard Butler role, which we should mention is named Cable with a K. With a K. Um, Not to be confused with the other K names in this movie, Come Dumpsters and To Catch a Predator, which are the screen names of two young women in this movie. Oh, my. Because Neville Dean Taylor, that's why. Underlined. Yes, underlined. exactly. Do you guys see what we're doing here? <laughs> um, I think it's better with Statham, but because – not because it's Butler's fault because I think – I'm going to go back to what you said earlier, that Butler didn't really have – didn't know what he was yet. He wants to be free. He wants to be back with his wife. Sure. Uh, I think it. Statham has this thing where he's uh, not just tough, but he's also kind of this – wisecracking kind of sarcastic kind of character which would have been welcome here by the way um instead of uh gerard butler kind of playing it real kind of kind of straight straight down the middle a little bit i think statham would have been a lot more fun but i don't think butler if butler was told to do that i think he would attempt to do that and i think be okay but statham has a quality that like he would hate being controlled yes and like couldn't wait until the leash was off. Right. 
And Butler seems fine with it. (laughs) He seems really resigned. Yeah. Yeah. I I think there's a storyline where Statham gets out and then he finds Logan Lerman and then gets the crap out of him. This is what you get. Um, Gerard Butler's just peeing in gas tanks. That's fine. I've got to take a whiz. (laughs) I need to find my dog. I can't even. I've lost my Scottish accent. (laughs) I just feel like it's really loud. I don't want to yell into the microphone. Oh, I got it. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Where's my daughter? (laughs) There it is. Uh, there it is. You are better than Dexter. You're a terrible billionaire. <laughs> okay. That's it. That was good. Okay, thanks. Everybody. That was worth it. All right. That was great. Anything else on Gamer? <laughs> I guess not. I can't believe we didn't talk about Legos that one. Because he's only in the movie for like a couple minutes. Yeah, he's just a little cameo That's that he, he, he found out they were shooting a movie called Gamer. And he was like, this... I want in Spawn. <laughs> Wait, how long do you need me? 10 to 12? I'll be there. Um, is this Ludacris' first movie? I don't think so, because wasn't he doing Fast and Furious That's movies true. well before way, this? That was way earlier. Yeah. What was he doing in between? Okay. I just uh, don't. I don't remember any other Ludacris movies. Uh, he's only time. in a handful, I think. That's true. But mo- and most of them are Fast and Furious. But his first Fast and Furious was the Too Fast, one. Too Furious, which yeah. is like 2002. Yeah. He runs a swimming pool slash garage. Right. As one does. Tej. <laughs> Tej, baby, Tej. All the way. Uh yeah, I've seen this movie too many times, and I don't apologize for it. It's a good time. It's uh, it's it's. I think you've convinced me to like it a little bit more than I That's did. That's really all I was after. It was uh, it was all right. The, I like the I like the last third of it when it kind of culminates. But uh, yeah, there's some parts where, again, just it just seems like a camera just being spun around on yeah. purpose, and just like let's see what we get. Yeah, that's fine. And there's so much stuff that makes me roll my eyes. Like, but that's again part of the appeal. Like, it's the same with when I listen to Kiss music. Like, sure. Kiss just one of their famous songs is called "Love Gun," where it's just like he's talking about his penis in the most <laughs> obvious way possible. And I'm rolling my eyes. That song's but, about a penis. Yeah, I'm sorry oh, to share it. the illusion. And I'm like rolling my eyes, but I also love that I'm rolling my eyes. I'm just like, he had the audacity to write a song called Love Gun and then put it out like for people to hear. And I love that. And I love that Gamer is just like, yeah, we're going to lean into all the stupid shit that we do. Um, even when it's, you know, offensive, unfortunately. It's the internet as a movie. Yeah. All right. Anyway, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, remember to go to fthismovie.com for more information about F This Movie Fest 2022, which is taking place on March 5th. Make sure you clear your schedule that day because we start at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and we go pretty late because we're watching six movies. Refill your buckets of syrup (laughs) to bring your pancake sandwiches to. Be prepared. We already told you plenty of time. (laughs) Thanks, Mark. Yep. Thanks for listening to FS Movie.